Welcome to another episode of Educational Cave. I'm Greg Spanier and Jim Meyer here. Uh, Jim, we miss you at school, by the way. Um, good to have you in the building again right now. And it was good to see you and you and Barbie in the classroom mixing with our kids. So you've been you've been doing some huddle up work. Uh, tell us about that a little bit. Yeah, huddle up's been going really well. Uh, you know, kind of the process was, uh, you know, we have this vision of yeah, we're going to come in the classrooms, you know, we kind of have a really kind of three goals. It's one to play with kids two teach them some breathing three, doing some synchronizing with them. Um, and we're kind of like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Any teacher's going to take this. Like, what are they going to think? Well, we've, uh, um, we basically have presented here at, uh, you know, in the recorded district with the elementary schools, um, We've gone over to Riverview and Sartell and at Stride, and we have a few people over at the um, St. Francis over in Sartell. So those are the only buildings that we've walked into, and we have 80 teachers right now. So uh, it was like, you know, because we we're like, well, how many can we take? And so anyway, it's uh, it's gone really well. and. Uh, we're finally really diving in and getting in the classrooms. Our goal is to get in every classroom before our MEA break here and just get a feel for, you know, every classroom's different, you know, space that they have, the kids, and we're just trying to find, uh, you know, just get just get out there. And um, now we're working on trying to set a schedule and then uh, routinely get in, the, get in the classrooms and, um yeah, and and figure it out. But it's it's uh, it's been good. It's all right. It's good to get back with the uh, uh, the kids. I guess that's the the one thing. You know, it's funny. I still get the record emails. There's a lot of them I don't miss. You know, like you know, like <laughs> oh yeah, here's this and this, and they're like delete, delete, Pass. delete. Yeah, like yeah. I don't miss that. Take you know, care of this now. but I, I'm you know you, you do. Uh, I guess the one thing you know I always appreciate it is. As I got older, you know, the kids stay the same age, you know, every year they're 10 <laughs> years old and they got lots of energy. So, uh, I'm, I'm getting my fill of that. So that, that, that's been good. Yeah. 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 The one that struck me yesterday was, oh, you got to set up your conference schedule. Whoa. You know, when I get that one, it's already, well, I mean, here we are in October. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we... things are flying by, but, oh, I got to organize that. Yeah. Figure, yeah. Out, figure yeah. out, you know, sort things out. What's going to be best for your parents. And, well, and then you're, oh juggling it around coaching yeah, and the coaching part that's that's what i mean if it was just straight up you know these are your three nights we're doing this, this is what yeah we do. Just, it's just what you expect yeah just, and it, it pretty much is that way now but yeah i hear you on the emails uh it's it's been a relaxing school year for me this year actually that's, and i think uh, uh we've made a good transition here and i appreciate you guys coming into the room that time i've only had you in once and i yeah. my kids actually have asked you know when when are they coming again oh, that's so cool. know that on my end or on the student end, yeah, you're you made an impact already. Uh, good to hear that you're in eighty classrooms. That's pretty awesome. Are, are you capped out? Right? I mean, are you with try, our, is there a max for you guys? Yeah, with their present staff, uh, you know, we've brought Brian Ottman on board. So there's, you know, um, with uh, Jerry Sparby, myself, and with Brian, there's three of us, and we're also trying to make sure we have some flexibility. Um, you know, so. Um, 
you know, there's classrooms where we want to make sure we pair up because again, we're really there to try to make sure every kid's included and, and being able to, to, uh, facilitate that. Um, so yeah, that, that's gonna, our goal is to be on a weekly cycle and we're probably looking at more like a seven, seven, eight day cycle, so yeah, to speak, you know, so we're trying to make it manageable because, Hey, when we come in, we, we want to bring the juice, you know, yeah. yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. Uh, Josh Ostead comment or something. I don't remember <laughs> her that who's bringing the juice. Somebody's got to bring the juice. So, yeah. yeah so we're, we're, yeah, but it's, uh, it's been fun. I had, I had a great time yesterday over at Sartell and going back today and doing 10 classrooms. So, and wow. You're going to yeah. see the revolving door and the dog and pony show. Is that what? Yeah. That? Well, yeah. It just, uh, yeah, you just, you know, we're on every half hour and you just, We'll go. Oh, like, yeah, where's this glass? Oh, right next door. Like, okay, here we go. We go again. So, but it, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was motivating. Uh, it was just fun to see the energy with the kids. And, um, it's funny. They see in the hallway and first time I met them and yelling out your name and excited to see you. Yeah, and yeah. teachers are you know, open arms. Like, Come on in, let's do it. And so, uh, yeah. that part's been, uh, you know, that's the one thing about the, the huddle up is, you know, like a lot of times um, schools get these initiatives going and it's kind of, I'm not saying forced on teachers, but it's kind of like, hey, this is what we're doing as a school. Um, yeah, we got permission from administrative staffs to come in and present to staff, but it was like, uh, we're not, it's, it's we're not, not telling you yeah. doing it. We're asking if, if you want this really and want. that's that's what's been really cool, you know. I'd say, I would say that if we've been able to present to staff that I would say 85 to 90% of the staff have signed up. So yeah. that, that part kind of blew us away a little bit too. So yeah. um, it'll be interesting too, now that you get, you know, they sign up and this is repeat and this is like, now it is on them or do they want to continue? So yes. Yeah. See that. Yeah. So that, so. that part feels good. You yeah. know, it's not like you're walking in the classroom and someone's going, Oh, what are you doing? Oh yeah. We have to do this. Yeah. So it's more like, yeah, I, I signed up for this. Let's do it. I, I want to see it. I want to feel it. And and I'll just say, and from my end, you know, as a teacher, here's what they, they, they came in, uh, you know, obviously introduced themselves, talking about what they're doing, talking about their, you know, their goals. Yep. And then um, they did, they, they did the breathing thing with the guys right away at the classroom. Um, and Jim and Jerry did the, uh, they did a game and they, you know, do you want to try one more? You know, and just, they just got everybody involved. Uh, you know, in the game they did was a simple, you know, you're throwing a ball and kind of a goal setting thing yep. at my class. Um, and then you, you know, it's fair, everybody's included. And then they did more synchronized thing, you know, um, it was as simple as like clapping or everybody do this at the same time. And you did some leader game and one kid steps out and you have to figure out who the leader is. And we've done that a few times and it doesn't get old. They, no, I love that game. Yeah. Um, you know, the simple ball games, you can differentiate that in any way just you know yeah throw once, a ball and do once you that. once you let it spin in your head you can or you know let the kids come up like, yeah. how can we modify this yeah. you know it's just you know on that that synchronizing thing too is um you know and it certainly you could add a lot of rhythms of the stomping and the, you know whatever yeah. but it, it's just amazing when you get everybody in the class doing it together it's like Oh, I think for some, for, uh, yeah, I think for some kids, it's finally like, Hey, I belong to this, yeah. you know, even yeah, though sure. they're not saying it or, 
necessarily interacting, but yet you're involved and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah we're yeah. doing this as one. Yeah. Um, so, so it's definitely, uh, you know, like I said, enjoyable from the kids' perspective. Teachers appreciate it from my angle. And, uh, you know, you talked about the three parts. Yes. But let's talk specifically today about the breathing part. Yeah. Right? Because I wasn't so sure about like the research you said or the, just the, the technique of it. Yeah. You know, I always thought the deeper breathing. Yeah. Better. And you guys focused on a little bit different style. Well, you, you know, it's so interesting. Uh, I guess maybe uh, in a sense, a little bit of destiny because it's so funny because during the, that whole COVID time, I started, you know, we had, when we were at home, you know, I had a lot of time, a lot of time, you just had more time to do some reading. And I really got into uh, a couple different things just, you know, it ended up, it was kind of for myself, but then it's like, now it's really applied to this. And um, I guess, you know, just to let you know, I, I, I really got into Wim Hof. He's the ice man, um, but he has his breathing things that he, that he believes in. He's into that doing the deep breaths, um, oxygenate your body, you know, and then you can hold your breath. And I've, I've followed, uh, followed him. Um, he's, yeah, he's kind of a crazy man, you know, another level of it. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's the guy who's run a marathon on the Arctic circle and a pair of sh uh, shorts and shoot tennis shoes. That's all he wore. And he, <laughs> he, that's why he's called the ice man. Cause okay. he doesn't, they, they pack him in, they'll pack him in a tub of ice and his body temperature does not change. You know, he'll, he'll be in there for hours. What? Yeah. So th that's, but that's, he's just into this holistic, you know, cold therapy is one thing, his breathing's the other. And anyway, so he has that piece. And then I, I got into this Boketo, uh, breathing too. And so they're, they're, um, they have a little different, uh, kind of the same thing, you know, it's about breathing but it's uh they're about trying to get our breathing to be relaxed um one of the things that that i've uh, found and the first thing i had to do is i had to change myself to be a nose breather because i know myself i was a mouth breather um they've actually gone back and they've um, exhumed bodies from centuries ago and those, the one thing is they've found is their nasal cavities were much, much larger than we have today. And they just, for some reason, our society's involved into becoming mouth breathers. And then you kind of go, oh, wow, what's the difference? You know, breathe out your mouth. Well, part of it is, is um, when you breathe through your nose, you're able to get it down deeper. Um, and the other thing is, is we always take in enough oxygen and actually your body consuming oxygen comes from the presence of carbon dioxide because that's, if you have carbon dioxide present in your body, that's what oxygen replaces. And what happens is when we become shallow breathers, we don't allow that carbon dioxide to be present or we have less of it. Um, and so anyway, um, nose breathing is what we're supposed to be doing. So I had to retrain myself in that. That's been the biggest challenge. Just, you know, like the first time we got in the classrooms, that's all we're really trying to get kids to do is like breathe through your nose, breathe through your nose. They found that, um, breathing through your nose, more relaxed breathing, it's better for your heart, better for all your internal organs. Um, there is 
we actually have um, 10 pounds of muscle in our body that's designed for breathing. And most people are not using it. They're not exercising. You know, it's like any muscle, like, you know, if I didn't do any exercise or have activity, that muscle would not become stronger. So like you're saying a, a diaphragm or what? Diaphragm and even, even on your obliques on the side, that's all. Um, so we're supposed to breathe through our nose. We're supposed to use our diaphragm. Uh, another kind of key term that I've always used and I try to use with the kids is our breathing should be horizontal. So your stomach should be going in and out. If you watch people, some a lot of people are vertical, you know, their shoulders lift. That's because they're shallow and they're not. Well, the diaphragm, if you think, if, uh, if you understand a little bit of physics or whatever, if you pull the diaphragm down, that's what it's like a vacuum. It sucks the air in. And so, but when your diaphragm down, it goes down, it has to go somewhere. Well, your stomach has to go out. So otherwise you're not, you're not using, you know, you're not using your diaphragm. Um, I, I just know for my, myself, uh, uh, the routine I try to get into is, um, I get up in the morning. I've been using the Wim Hof breathing in the morning. Um, you know, I go through three cycles of, of deep inhales. I breathe in through my nose, I breathe out and then I'll just, I hold my breath. You know, we're not asking kids to hold their breath and I'm not promoting that. You need to go do your own research on that. But, but I, you know, uh, this morning I was, you know, held my breath for three minutes, you know, by the third cycle. (laughs) Well, it's, you know, and part of it too is like, people are like, wow, I don't think it's, it's, it's not even so much about how long you do it. It's just that state of mind. Like I, I have to get myself like just relaxed and calm my whole body. Um, it's amazing what you can do with your heart rate and just focus on just slowing that thing down. It's just like, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's just, um, but it's just calming. The other thing is, is I just, um, it changes my day. If I do that or don't do that, it changes my day. I think it's just filling my body with oxygen. As I get older, you know, my joints are a little, I, I can tell it in my joints when I do that exercise or if I get away from it uh, right away. You know, and I've I've done it, uh, I've talked about going in the hyper, hyperbaric chamber. That's another way of oxygen uh, doing that. And, um, you know, this Bocato, um, I'm kind of excited. I actually just signed up for a, a training that I'm going to do, an online training. Um, so learning all about their techniques, but they're into getting people to relax their breathing. They, they, their belief is, um, that we should be probably taking about six breaths per minute. That's what a normal person should do. Um, so that's kind of an interesting, uh, thing too. And so, um, according to their website, there's only three other people in Minnesota that have this training. So I'm kind of okay. excited to dig uh, into it and learn some more things and hopefully some things we can bring into the classroom. I've, I've read three of his books, um, uh, Patrick McKeon or something. He, he's, uh, uh, originates from over in Europe. So, but I've watched a lot of his different videos, but I'm interested to do this training and find some of these things out. So, um, you're getting heavy, Jim. You're getting heavy. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you've obviously spent a lot of time on this. Yeah. You see the benefits. 
Um, and I'm assuming this is in addition to like your, your regular exercise, you know, your, Oh yeah, definitely. All that. Yep. Um, and I, as I was listening to you, I'm sure some of our listeners were too, our tens of tens. Listeners. Yeah. You know, they, we tried that breathing and you talked about the horizontal and that makes sense. You know, yeah. as we practice it, we're going to learn that on our own a little bit more too, but yep. um, how do you see, let's apply this to the classroom again. Let's pull this back just to our, a teacher or a classroom. Yep. You know, our students, we have that one student that's anxious or what, yep. what it, where does it fit in best for a classroom now? Well, I, you know, I, you have to believe, and I, I, I do believe that, that what's happening. And I think part of the reason that people have become so shallow breathers is we carry all our anxiety and our nerves and things up in our chest. And that's where we, we get shallow. They're finding that that's, it's, it's so interesting. I'm, I'm reading, I was just reading a book now about anxiety and depression and you know, it's just funny how things connect and all of a sudden they're talking about, you got to breathe, you got to breathe properly. It, we don't really, you know, yeah, it well, huh? I know. And, and it's just, and I, we're finding, um, I would, I would say yesterday when I, you know, I was in nine classrooms, um, and just trying to get, uh, kids to do belly breathing. And I would say I, 30% were able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, so we, they're we, not. Some we do have to practice. Yeah, you know that's why it seems so like you just kind of ah, oh, why do stop and you know right now we're just saying hey teachers just stop and do five breaths but do it five six seven eight times because you have to create a new habit you know, uh, yeah it it just seems so simple but I know when when I became really conscious of becoming a nose breather it's like I had to constantly remind my myself uh, and like okay close your mouth, close your mouth, close your mouth, breathe through your nose, breathe. You know, even when I'm, even when I'm riding my bike, I breathe my nose, breathe my nose. We, we take in way, we, that's true. Yeah. You keep them out of your teeth and they don't taste very good anyway. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, no, we, we take in it, you know, and it, it does feel different, but we take in way more oxygen. It's, you know, like when people are tired, you think of sports and they're breathing hard. Your body's not short of oxygen. We take in a lot more than what we need. It's just, you know, how efficient you can become with it. So I'm, I, my, I'm interested in this training because I, I, I have some things that I, I'm not sure how I want to implement it with some of my track runners. So I yeah, wanna, I, I, yeah, I'm, that's kind of my Next little level. sidebar thing too, yeah. you know, like how can we use it in classroom? Like, Ooh, how would this apply to training? You know, you know, and what are, what are they doing? So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, that's, that's our path to helping some of these kids. We're not going to get them all, but just getting some of the, the kids, it's amazing. Cause when I go around the classroom and we talk about, oh, you know, when you're feeling anxious and you, you know, like we keep it here and you can just see some of them like, yeah, that's me, you know, and I have days, you know, like I said, wow, to this morning, I was able to hold my breath for three. There's been days I can only do it too. And yeah. you know what? It's, it's not physical. It's all up in my head and it's the <laughs> crap I got going on, you know, yeah, it's your like, own anxiety. yeah, well, I just, you know, like, oh, you know, it's so funny. Like today I was able to stay really calm, but sometimes all you're doing is running things in your head. I got this to do. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Greg got up yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, so it just, 
you know, I think it's just a, you know, it can be a tool for kids because, you know, obviously there are <laughs> probably just a few moments during the school day where <laughs> somebody makes them anxious, bugs them, uh, you know, it just drives them nuts. So it's just like, hey, what, you know, and it, it's, it's just about being aware of that, you know. It's, it's, it's been my go-to. Like there's a football injury, uh, someone at recess, someone's hurt. Yeah. Or someone comes up to you pretty excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, coming back from lunch or something. Oh, okay. Just breathe. <laughs> take a breath. <laughs> take a breath. Yeah, yeah. You just, know they're crying, or you know they yeah. can't. They can't breathe. Okay, we're not calm right now. But yeah, <laughs> my comment lately has been, okay, let's breathe. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, it helps just, us both, and then it's yeah. a moment to think. And yeah, it is definitely. Can, but um, so as we wrap up here, Jim, let's. Uh, you think of your task and I think as we we're going to talk about breathing here yeah um, and yeah. It, it can be assigned to uh listeners to try it with their classroom I think maybe or even themselves yeah I, you know I think the task is become nose breathers you know just become aware you're at and you know and then I'm breathing I'm breathing through my nose and am I horizontal you know is it getting down in my diaphragm um uh, it just it takes practice you know, you know, if you were old like me when I switched over, think how many breaths I've taken in my life and I'm like, okay, re retrain, retrain. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I would say that's the task. You know, if you're, you know, in the classroom, we're just trying to get kids to do five of those. Uh, again, they, and it seems so simple. You go, oh yeah, there's, I, like I said, I would say we had 30% success rate yesterday would be kind of my, my go-to number you know, and, um, just making kids aware of that. There's a lot of little things, you know, the one thing that a big question mark for us is, is what's the progression from that, you know, with kids, you know, like, right. how do you, right. how do you get a eight year old, seven year old, 10 year old to, you know, um, to buy into that, you know, and that, and that's why we're saying well, the teacher's got to be on board. Cause you know, I was in the classroom long enough. I, you know, teachers can sell things or can't or reinforce things or can't. So, um, I think that's a huge piece of it. Right. right. So I, I just make it a routine. Um, you know, and I know as a classroom teacher, oh, how do I have time for this? And, you know, five breaths take yeah. 10 and, seconds, and 15 seconds. The is there. Yep. Right. You know, and, and maybe, you, maybe you go, oh, the kids are doing great. Go to 10 breaths, go to 15, you know, you, it's just, you know, progress a little bit. And sometimes it's even, you know, it is trying to have them, okay, take five breaths. Let's hold a breath. How long can you do that? That's a measuring stick. Like, oh, you, yeah. did, it, you did it for 10 seconds. You know, we don't want any kids passing out. There. You know, it's not a, like, you know, it, yeah. No, it's a little challenge, but it gives them a measuring stick too, you know. And that's one of the things that this Vocato, uh, I know one of their measuring sticks is they, I can't remember the whole thing, but I know they call it your bolt score. And that is like, oh, you just take a couple normal breaths and you breathe out and you hold it. And then how long is it before, you know, you need to take a breath and, you know, uh, that's, uh, that's their thing, you know, cause that's okay. just showing how that's well you, that's then, their measure. Yeah. yeah and and adjust from there. I, I know for them that, um, 20 seconds is not a very good score. So according to their thing. So, and you might say, well, you just said you did it in three minutes. That's a whole different, this is just normal breathing. You know, the whole Wim Hof is 40, very deep. This, this is uh, the Volcado is just like 
just normal. You just relax. You're sitting there, take exhale and just, yeah. So you're not filling your body full of oxygen in the sense of, you know, doing these deep breaths, but just kind of like where you at right now. So showing kind of where you're at, but Let, yeah, let's, let's add, Jim, let's add, we add those resources to our, um, like right with our Spotify sure, account here. Sure, and sure. So, yeah. Or let's reach out to Jim. Yeah. Um, reach out to Jim if you, uh, to get some of the contact info or to get his, uh, the name specific of the books and the, yeah, the, the Wim Hof is easy, you know, W I M H O F. If you, you know, known as the ice man, he's got a lot of different books out there. Uh, yeah, this Patrick McKeown, if I'm saying his name correctly, but, um, just check out the oxygen advantage. He has oxygen a, the, advantage. Yep. He has a website and, uh, I've read his, I read that book. Uh, so that'll kind of lead you to different things. There's, uh, lots of different things on their website there too, and different, uh, some of their different philosophies and some different trainings are, you know, and even little videos that you can use. So yeah, check those two things out and you'll, you'll be on your way. Okay. Well, great information, Jim. Thank you. And I hope you have a great day with the, uh, the 10 classrooms you're going to be in today and keep making a difference. I, I bring the think, juice. I think I probably hopped up and down a thousand times yesterday. <laughs> I, I would, I, I would say I was, right? I was, I was tired while well, we were doing that rhythm switch yeah. game you were talking about. Yeah. And, uh, they okay. Now, uh, I, I'm not too again. bad on two feet. One leg is not good anymore. <laughs> so have some fun. All right. Have a great day. Thanks.